serve it up to the whiskey run dry you take your sugar and take your sweets leave you blinded on a one-way street and welcome everybody to the lunacy podcast my name is tony i'm here with dave david and connor dave stevens david sterling connor ennis i am tony permanenzi it is the Sunday, guys, before MLS opening day. Is everybody excited Ready. about that? Woohoo! Very, very. Yeah, very excited. Yeah. It always it always comes yeah. so fast. It's a short, uh, it's a short, short off season in the MLS, and here it is. Exciting for the season to start, not so exciting for how the season may progress. Yeah, well, that's the that's the problem. We'll get into that. We'll get into that. Yeah. Um, we had uh, we haven't been on for it's been two weeks now. Uh, not much has changed in those two weeks when it comes to the loons, but uh, we will use tonight's podcast to do our usual uh, kind of predictions of where the loons are going to end up in the standings at the end of the season. Uh, each of us will make a bold prediction about one thing for the loons, either be a guy scoring a bunch of goals, uh, Adrian Heath getting canned, uh, the uh, PK the loon taking a tumble down the stairs at Allianz Field, something like that. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll everybody will have their own predictions. Yeah. So, um, yeah, David, you are in Florida, of course. So you had some yes. time at the beach today. We up here in Minnesota, we up here in Minnesota are looking forward to a huge fucking snowstorm uh, that could rival the Halloween blizzard of 1991. Uh, so we're looking forward to that. Dave will not be here for that snowstorm. He's leaving. And get out just in time, uh, as it sounds like. Get out just so. in time. Um, I did want to mention uh, before we start, I am doing uh, Sam and his wife. They do that uh, pub trivia, and I will be doing that on Friday uh, nice. on YouTube with myself, uh, my sister-in-law, my wife, Nels, and possibly Dave. He's back in town by that point. So I will let you guys know next weekend how we did. Um. Yeah, there's not a lot else to say other than it's Sunday, guys. We are drinking beer, right? Of course. And we do have oh, a new yes. we do have, yes. we do have a we do have a new one, right? So yes. we're gonna let Connor has the new one. So we'll let Connor go last. I'll go first because I did not choose this beer. Okay. I Friday night at my mother-in-law's house, sister-in-law's like, well, I'm gonna go to the liquor store and then come back here. I said, well, can you grab me some beers for the podcast? She said, sure. I said, well, don't get any Surly, uh, no Summit, and no Castle Danger, because we've had Castle Danger on here a ton. But I said, okay. She's like, okay. I said, a Minnesota beer. Anything you want to choose for me, you can choose for me, which yes. was a mistake, which was a mistake. Oh, boy. Because I think she wants to kill me uh, <laughs> because she she picked up from our friends at Lupulin Brewing, she picked up the Wobbly Walrus. Oh, I've now, seen ads for that. I don't know that this, one. Yeah. This is a, boys, this is a triple IPA. And On it comes a Sunday at, night. Wow. And it comes, it comes in at 10% alcohol. Oh, boy, you're so, going to uh, sleep good tonight. There's the old Wobbly Walrus. He's he's tanked. He's got his beer and everything. Yeah, it's... it's uh, it's a sipper, boys. It's a. Uh, I've had a couple sips, and it's. Uh, you can taste the alcohol in this bad boy. I want it's, uh, one. Mm. I mean, seriously, there's a little bit of citrus to it, but it's a triple IPA. It is alcohol central. 
Um, <laughs> I don't even know what else to say about it. Other than uh, it's it, it looks like a nice like, cloudy little beer here, but it's good. But for a for a triple me. IPA, it it does look kind of light. Although I I can only see the type, it does look kind of light for a triple IPA. I th- I expected it to be a little bit more amber, for sure. Yeah, it's it's pretty light. Tastes a little citrus in there. Uh, it tastes a little. Uh, what else I've tasted? But it doesn't really tell me what's going on with it. But yeah, all I know is it's ten percent triple IPA. I mean, seriously. Wow. So hats off to my sister in law who decided to get me a ten percenter. Um, uh, and uh, yeah, from Lupulin. So there you go. Uh, a quick note, guys. I put my dog upstairs before the podcast because. He usually just walks around down here looking all sad that I'm doing a podcast. And now my oldest daughter is texting me pictures of him looking sad in his diaper. So, <laughs> you know, yeah, it's great. It's great times. Yes, my dog wears a fucking diaper. That's the way it works. Mine does too. He's he's old. They're old dogs, yeah. right, David? They're old dogs, yeah. you know? I mean, when we so get old, feel bad. Wear my son still wears a diaper. Well, yeah, well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so, anywho, uh, Dave, how about you? What are you drinking tonight? Well, I've got another beer from my uh, kind of North Shore tour uh, a few Ooh. weeks ago now. And uh, so, I yeah, I saved this one from, yeah, what, three weeks ago, two, three weeks ago, I guess it was. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I think I featured, uh, what was it? Uh, what did I have last? It was Castle Danger. I think, Castle Danger. Yep. So yeah. that was probably, that was on my bucket list. But so was this. I uh, kind of the night before actually got a chance to swing into um bent paddle brewery and that that's that's one i really want to go to as well because i think bent paddle is one of the first handful of you know craft beers that i kind of really considered i i know i've mentioned over and over that i love their cold press black uh lager that they do um yeah so i mean uh bent paddle has been on the map for me for a long time but just three weeks ago was the first time i got a chance to go into their brewery and i'm glad i did it's a real cool spot um it's kind of you know and i i've been to duluth many many times not so much recently but uh certainly where bent paddle is now it's kind of uh in a nice kind of it's really got a new kind of feel it's just maybe southeast of downtown but it's not far from ursa minor it's not for, far from duluth cider um, there's a so bunch of breweries around that area yeah exactly it's, and you can they're just area. yeah exactly and they're just blocks away you can walk to all of them of course when i was there it was you know two below or whatever (laughs) that was a little bit more of a challenge but uh yeah no anyways i so obviously not a new uh brewery like we're talking about but i do have a new beer at least i personally haven't had this one i don't know if you guys have seen it or not but it is one of their specialty beers it's called uh, cosmic lounge it's a hazy india pale ale and so when i was there when I was there, it was on tap. It was available for crawlers, of course, to go. It might be available uh, around the state. I just haven't looked into that. Just know it's their specialty beer. So, yeah, not a triple IPA, but it's a hazy, hazy IPA in India Pale Ale, and it's uh, definitely got a juicy, uh, juicy, very juicy note to it. It's really smooth, though. It's only it's six point three ABV, so that's not especially strong for an IPA. Only you know comes in at thirty two IBU, so it's not uh, it's not you know, bitter, um, with that regard. And it's definitely got a tropical flavor. Cause yeah, just looking at some of the notes to the beer, it's, it's peach canned pineapple, mango sorbet, star fruit, mandarin oranges, oranges, and so much more. I'm not how, sure how they could put so much more into it, but 
what's really nice about it is just its smoothness. Like I said, it's not bitter at all for an IPA. And, and I've always kind of, I kind of like the hazy, hazy version of the IPA since I started trying them. So yeah, this one doesn't, didn't disappoint. And then the brewery was just kind of fantastic. I was there on a Friday night and even like I mentioned, or actually it was a Saturday night, but even though I mentioned it was quite cold, it was, the place was packed. They were doing an auction, just a really, really good vibe in that brewery. So yeah, just, it was a thrill to check it out. So there you go. Awesome, Dave. Well, does that now? Do we have any more beers from Duluth? Are you hiding some for? No, next not time? recently. I, 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 I ended up going to Duluth Cider uh, during that trip as well, but I did not mm -hmm. pick up a crawler from there. So yeah, it was just mm -hmm. the crawlers from Ben Paddle and and um, why does the name keep so Castle Danger, of course. So yeah, that's but, All right, cool. That'll be it awesome. until next time I head up there. So hopefully in the summer, <laughs> sometime. <laughs> I will be heading up there in the summertime for the uh, the weekend after school gets out, me and the girls heading up there. So I'm hoping to get a can from Fitgers because uh, mm. I don't think we've had oh, Fitgers yeah. on the, I don't think we've had Fitgers on the podcast. So, no. I don't think you can't, so. yeah, I can check her because you can't, I don't think you can get their cans down here. So we have I'm not had sure. Fitgers before. No. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So I've been to their brewery before. It is good beer, uh, yeah. but uh, I'll try to get a can from there. So. All right. David, what do you got from the land of Florida tonight? Well, so I was I'm going to just keep the trend going here. Um, and I almost gave you run for your money, Tony. Um, I've got from Palm City Brewing. Uh, they love their hazies and they do them well. This is a, a double dry hopped New England double IPA. Um, Shit. Wow. Well, um, it is clocking in at 9%. Mm -hmm. And um, it's called the Vibrant Thing. And it is vibrant. <laughs> um, unlike your Sony, you cannot tell this has any alcohol in it. This oh, is yeah. this is a dangerous, dangerous beer. Um, I still remember the first one I had from this uh, four-pack, which is a few weeks ago. It kicked me right in the butt because I drank it down super fast on my walk to get my daughter from school. So it was, it was kind of hot. It was sunny. And oof, that was, that was rough. Um, I'm, so, well, fantastic I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So you're walking to get your daughter from school. Yes. You had this beer in your hand and you drank it really fast as you're walking to get your daughter. Correct. Yes. Yes. Wow. Wow. That, that's well, my that's my afternoon things. I, I get a beer or seltzer and walk to get my daughter from school. Yeah. Hello, Florida dad, right you're, there. You're really yeah. loving that Florida life down there. Yeah. yeah Jesus. Yeah. Oh, wow. But yeah, so, this uh, is uh this is a kick in the butt. Uh does not taste like it at all. It's very uh very citrusy, very smooth. Um yeah, it's it's really good. It's it's unfortunate that it's a it's a temporary beer because if this thing was on tap or something, I'd be constantly getting it. So I think you mentioned David, that whatever beer you were drinking, what percentage it was for the alcohol contest where you thought the loons were going to place. Oh, uh, so yes, correct. That's <laughs> alluding to that is foreshadowing. Sorry. Okay. Okay. Um, foreshadowing. Yeah, there you go. See the quarter of a can is already getting to. Yeah, there you go. Right there. Uh, well, awesome uh great beer from florida all right connor new beer tonight 
What are you drinking? Uh, guys, it is a new brewery um, from Savage, Minnesota. It's uh, they are called Loon's Landing Brewing, uh, down Landing. there, and uh, I think they're fairly new. I, I don't know exactly when they when they started, but um, they have a nice tap room. And guys, I, I know I sent you a couple couple photos. They have a theater in there for mm-hmm. big yeah, screen yeah, viewing awesome. of uh mm-hmm. of uh big game days, or I don't know if they have movie nights or whatever. But uh, it's it's a nice brewery. They have some. It's very family friendly. Uh, so. Me, Laura, and uh, Austin went down there for a friend's birthday party. Um, I think it was last night. Yep, last night. And I got a couple of crawlers of what is called their anti-scurvy elixir. And it's another IPA. Is this the first time we've all had the same kind of beer, by the way? Uh, we've we've all got IPAs on here. Probably is. It might, it might very well be. I feel like, yeah. I mean, obviously, two of us have, of course. Can't help but do that. But, uh, yeah, I think three of us. But, yeah, all four? Yeah, I doubt it. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's a first, guys. Uh, five years in, almost five years in. We already got we already got to, got that down. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so... The anti-scurvy elixir, it's uh it's very citrus, which hence the 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 name scurvy in the name. Do you guys know um uh the story of scurvy uh among pirates? Yeah, among eighteenth like, century, seventeenth. You know yes. what? Yeah. Let's let's uh let's educate our listeners though. All righty. Yeah. So uh you know what? I'll just read what was on uh the anti-scurvy elixir uh description here, and it says in the days of old sailors and pirates mixed rum with their water to preserve the freshness in times before refrigeration. This mixture was called grog. Unfortunately, scurvy, a condition caused by lack of vitamin C, was still a problem. Um, so basically, in, uh, in the, uh, in, back in the days when pirates and sailors uh, sailed, the, sailed the seas, um, they would mix citrus in with all of their all of their drinks to make sure they didn't get scur- scurvy or uh, to at least uh, put effort into not making making sure they don't get scurvy. Hence the citrus element to this beer, and hence the name. Um, Loon's Landing humbles humbly offers all would be pirates our rendition of an India Pale Ale that uses a large amount of citra hops to provide a citrus forward aroma and flavor and finishes with notes of passion fruit and tangerine. Now you can look nice. forward to a scurvy-free trip of squash buckling and looting. Well, I don't think I need to read that last part, but okay. Um, it's good. It's one of those beers that hits you right and on the back of the tongue, and just kind of the, the essence just kind of stays there. So it's, it's very, very good. It's only 6.5, so not super up there for, uh, for, an, for an IPA, not like your guys's um and it's an american ipa but i would if you guys are ever down in savage i would definitely recommend hitting up their um their tap room because they got some they got a cool tap room a nice little uh private room if you want to book an event and um uh they got some they got games there too they got uh, some some old claw machines they got skee ball Mm -hmm. uh they got uh a, a what do you call it a shuffleboard um shuffleboard game so it's it was awesome it was a great time uh yeah so that's my new beer for the week guys loons landing nice Nice. i think they i think they just opened in the past year i believe uh i remember correctly 
I think I remember talking about them either on the podcast or sending you guys a text. So, yeah, well, exciting stuff there, Connor. Um, guys, let's get into the nitty gritty. Um, Connor, we'll talk about your jersey situation after we talk about the loons in general. Mm. Uh, we'll do that. We'll save that for later. But let's talk about the big news from the last two weeks. The fact there was no news about Ray. Uh, we heard some, we had a lot of things come out of Loon's Land. Uh, I think uh, Sherry Ballard put out a statement saying oh. that uh, basically, if you read between the lines, saying that, uh, you know, there's guys who are here who are willing to put the work in and some people aren't here and that's on them and blah, blah, blah. Uh, we heard, I'm trying to think who the uh, tweet was from, but there was a tweet about uh, some reporter out of Argentina who saw Ray at a game with his son. Uh, so obviously he's out and about. Um, there was the Adrian Heath uh, comments about how he's a little bit disappointed. Uh, there was some internal stuff about how the front office is disappointed that he's taken this long in the past. We've, we've run into this problem in the past with Ray. I think in the last couple of years, he's been late to, spring training he shows up like the last week or two before spring or you know whatever and this year it seems like he's just playing it out so there's still a lot of questions is it he doesn't want to play here anymore even though he's signed a new fucking contract uh does he does he hate minnesota are his legal problems making him not come back uh because i i i think guys i mean from i'm assuming here that if there was legal problems holding him back, he wouldn't have been suspended by the league. Uh, right. That... right. And the other thing is, I and I'm shooting from the hip here, but I, I as we're talking about this, I'm pretty sure I remember, you know, at least a month ago now, you know, he was cleared to practice, you know, through all of this, you know, when this, when these reports kind of came up, I mean, maybe we, we, we heard about the reports, but then shortly thereafter, I believe it was in early January that, you know, kind of came out that he was cleared to practice. And so I think people were kind of thinking, okay, we'll see him in Minnesota soon. Never happened. And so ultimately in my mind, it's, it's a lot of no news. Like we haven't, we've gotten statements from Adrian Heath and Sherry Ballard and whoever else will be willing to comment on it. But the, those comments are not very expansive. They, they don't get to any, into any details. Um, and well, so, yeah, I, I think we, we, we just haven't learned much, I guess, is my gripe. You know, we haven't learned. Anything. I, I think Sherry, though, her comments maybe gave us a little bit more information than we've had because she made reference to his kids. She made reference to family mm -hmm. issues, I think is actually what she said. Um, so there's something personal going on. But I, I did like, and, you know, maybe some people didn't, but I did like what Sherry had to say about the fact that, you know, you know, that, that kind of thing can be tough to balance, right? But you do have accountabilities in your job. Like, you can't just skip out of your job for family issues and expect it to be just okay. Um, I, I'm glad that she kind of made that, that mention because... It might give us a little bit of an idea of what's going on, but it's also being clear that, look, I mean, all of us, if we have family things that would pop up, we have to account for that, right? I mean, we have to, if we have to take time off from work, we, we have to take time off from work, but we can't just assume, like, take weeks off at a time. 
and assume okay. that our employer is going to be perfectly okay with it. Um, we, yeah, we can't like just like say, hey, we're not going to be in for a while and then not communicate to our employer yeah. what the fuck is mm -hmm. going on. My 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 thing is too, if he's having family issues, which again, we, we don't know, but maybe Sherry is onto something there. Um, and I think in her, she did mention that the team would is willing to work it out. Right. Yeah. Is very yeah. open yeah. to whatever his needs are. And he's not um, communicating for what I guess. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, they have no idea what his needs are because yeah. they're he's not talking. But and who who was the player that we transferred out back to Mexico? Romario. Who was that? Romario. Was Romario that, Ibarra, was, yeah. that was family issues. That was right. I think his, yeah. his wife and kids couldn't get in the country. Yeah, wasn't uh, that but, the wasn't that the Pachuca connection? Right. Yeah. 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 But I don't think it's a problem with Ray because I think his wife or if his wife or girlfriend and his kid have been up here, I believe. They have. have yeah. They? yeah. Yeah. They came up here early last season. And uh, mm -hmm. right about the time they got up here, he started playing well, actually. So yeah. Yeah. I'm not really sure what the issue is with them. And maybe it's, and maybe it's a thing. And again, I'm just sip on here. Maybe it's a thing where she doesn't want to move back up here for the year. He doesn't want to be up here without him. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I, again, this, yeah. this situation is just fucked. <laughs> it's and two, fucked. Well, and, and again, two, though, like if it, even if it's if you're undecided, like you don't know your wife doesn't want to come up back up to Minnesota or you don't want to come back, come back up without your wife. Just huh. again, communicate. Well, right. Right. Simple as Connor, that. Connor, to be fair, and I, I'm just I, I don't know, but I'm I'm to be fair. I'm just maybe the club knows a little bit more about this situation. This personal situation than the fans do than the reporters do i mean that's quite possible that the club the club could know a little bit more i'm not saying they know everything in a timeline or anything like that but there could be a little bit more communication between reynoso and the club than what's being let out because if it based, is comments i don't why think would they, they do I why agree. Would the, why, yeah. why would the club come out and share whatever personal issues he's having with with everybody? Well, no, you don't that's have not to the say thing. that. But yeah, based on her comments, she's clearly saying that they don't know what's happening. Yeah, I mean, in, in my opinion, I don't think that. I, I thought Sherry's comments were the clearest we've had, mm. in the sense that no one knows what's going on. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, that's I, what I just feel like. And that yeah, and, and those her comments are coming off of the team's decision to to suspend him without pay, you right. know, which which is I mean you're not showing up for work, you're not and you know paid. You, I mean that's not a shocker, but and that's the way it should be. But and you don't you don't have to share what uh, what problems are going on with Reno. Right. So yeah. you know it's it it's that's not the issue here. It's just you know it's I think it's just we've been. Sp going around it all for the last couple minutes now, but communication, communication, uh, it's, that's been the big problem. And so I, I think I agree with you, David, that, uh, you know, Sherry and Minnesota doesn't know, um, what's, what's happening. So I really hope something changes soon. Uh, even if he comes up, uh, in the next few days though, which I'm not going to bet my life on it, but, um, even if he does come up in the next few days, What's going to be the fallout from uh, when he finally gets his ass up here? Well, a lot of things. I mean, I would yeah. hope that they suspend him or keep him suspended for at least a few games. Yeah, um, well, I mean, if they if they don't, it's. I mean, 
it's just feeding and it's enabling. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> so yeah, I, mean, um, I, I would hope that they would. Yeah. Are we running down yeah. the same the same level of toxicity though? If he comes back, that we had with DQ the last yeah. year he was here. Right. I mean, that's that's or, my or even Calvo. Calvo could be or Calvo. Yeah. Way. I mean, you don't want him to come back and then be toxic on this team. And then all of a sudden, I mean, were we better off without him then? I, I just, yeah, I don't, I don't know. We've, we've got six days, so there's, you know, we don't need to panic yet. Before we move, <laughs> Wait, before six we move days on, guys. Six weeks. Uh, whoops. Yeah, I guess we're, we're running out of time, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. We are. <laughs> yeah, we are. We're running. Before I move on, guys, I just want to say something about the, the situation that um, I think if Ray came out and said, here's what's happening in my life, he doesn't have to get the details just has to put out a statement saying here's what's going on i think fans of this team would be more than supportive of what's happening with him absolutely um and he does and again he doesn't have to do that i'm not saying yeah. he has to do that. i'm not pissed off he's not doing that i'm just saying that this area minnesota sports fans are very supportive if players come out and say i have a problem and here's what's happening i mean remember what happened was it chase gasper who ended up going into to rehab, uh, yeah. Yeah. rehab yeah. yeah and we were all like hey he made a good choice he needed to do that way to go way to come out and, and say that you had a problem and, and you needed to do that right look at so i think... too back in the day well, yeah with his yeah same everybody deal. was so, super expensive super ex supportive yeah. exactly right so i don't yeah. think that I, I think that guys i think players just think that well shit i'm gonna get a lot of shit i don't want to talk about it but i think that if you talked about it people would be supportive about it so that's my two cents all right, so let's stop talking about Ray. Let's talk about the team that's actually going to be on the pitch this coming Sunday. That is uh, against the uh, Dallas team down in Dallas, Texas. And uh, so, guys, we'll get into discussion in a little bit here, but let's go around the horn here and say where they're going to where they're going to place in the Western Conference. All right, Connor, oh we'll start with you. Where are they oh placing boy. this year? Um... And let's assume let's, let's make an assumption now that Ray is not on this team. Okay? Let's make well, an assumption that Ray is not on the team. Okay, okay. Well, you're. I guess you're making it easier because I mean that's the big thing that's hanging over everybody. Yeah, right? that's the point. wild card. But, at this because point. he yeah. he could obviously it's safe to assume he won't be in Dallas in the starting lineup for that game, but he could right. be back the week after. He could be back the month after. He could be back the middle of summer. We just don't know. But okay, Tony, you're making it easy on us. Okay. We'll, we'll okay. So let's say here. that. Let's say that Ray is not um, is not in the team. So, first off, who do we put in place of Reynoso? I think the I think we touched on this last podcast, but I think it's got to be Lude, um, Lude in the number ten position, right behind Amaria, and then out on the right, uh, oh boy, Garcia or um, or. Um, I, I believe Mender's actually left. Yeah, like, is he he's left naturally now? left. I think. Is he? Okay. I, I think from what we saw last year, I mean, I think uh, a long way um, would be your yeah. kind of natural. Yeah, I was going to say Bonnie right, after but, that too. But, yeah. Yeah. And, again, guys, we're speculating here because we don't know the fuck he's going to do anyways. Exactly. Right. 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 Yeah. I, I think we're. Right? I think. I think you know. Quite. We. We maybe we can get into this later. But I. I. I, I personally think, and sorry to step on your counter, but I, I think we're going to see a combination yeah. of a lot of things early yeah. on. Um, yeah. to, to literally try and find out what works, you know, and they're, yeah. they're doing that 
a little bit here in the preseason. Although if you look at some of the starting rosters, it's hard to kind of get a good feel for what's going on. But well, anyway. everything you see, every... sorry, go ahead, Tony. So everything you see in the preseason, everything you know, where are they going to where are they going to end up? Yeah, this is yeah. We don't without specifics, so we'll just pick a. Yeah. So assuming that Ray is not on the team, and those so and those team and the team has been edited in that way, I don't see them coming above the playoff line. I'm gonna say at the very best they're gonna be ninth. All right, ninth position. Yeah. All right, Dave. What about you? Yeah, I, I've been struggling with this, but Tony, you're making it easier for me. So I mean, I. I, you know me, I'm an optimistic fan. I really am. I'm probably one of the most optimistic of us all. But honestly, in this case, um, I've got us uh, in 10th, basically 10th mm-hmm. position. I will I will put a little asterisk by that. And I'll say uh, they will be fighting for a playoff spot on decision day. Um, but they mm-hmm. will fall short with, with a yeah. loss on decision day, you know, slipping back. You know, it's always tight in the West, but uh, so it's not, un- it, it's not surprising that say 10th through six is up for grabs, but I'm going to say they finish 10th, you know, keep it short. I also remember who they play on decision day. They play yeah. SKC. Yes, I do. Yeah. I remember uh, SKC is getting some players back, so they could have a big year this year. So just yeah, put I it just, out there. I, I mean, I don't, I, if you want, I'll, I'll quick explanation on my 10th pick. I, I, it's not an uncommon pick, especially by the, uh, the like beat writers or MLS writers. Um, certainly not that in fact, 10th is pretty ninth is good. Connor 10th is somewhat optimistic compared to everybody else on that list. Um, I, I just, I think it's going to be a struggle. We're basically running back the same team we have last year, more or less. Maybe we, maybe we upgraded center back a little bit. That would be great. Debassi, he could be coming back. That would be a huge addition. But my problem is, and so don't get me wrong, I think last year they had a strong squad for the most part. They really did. Good goalkeeping, everything. Um, but the, the problem is Ray. A lot of what happened last year in a positive went through Ray, literally, uh, most of it for that matter. And I think you're basically even though I'm optimistic, you, you need a lot of things to go right for you. You need, you need to get something in return. You need to take those 25 goals that Armaria had promised and cash them in this year. You need Mender Garcia to step up. You need Bongi to step up, you know, more so than he did last year consistently. And I think you're just asking a lot of a lot of different pieces that, you know, now all of a sudden got to function out without Ray in the middle. And it's, it's a big ask. And so I just can't see it. All right, cool. So we got a ninth and a tenth. I'll go next. Um, guys, I took a look at the teams in the West. There are 14 teams. Um, without Ray, I don't think we're better than, like, I think probably three of them. Uh, I mean, that's about it. So I'm going to take uh, number 11, guys, taking an 11th spot. All right, we got it surrounded. We got 10 spots right. surrounded. Yeah. David, you're the last one. Where do you see him? Placing the standings. Well, so you what's the percentage of your beer? <clears throat> yeah, he, Tony, you ruined this for me because my my estimate was based on Ray being here, which is ninth. Um oh, wow. I don't think I think oh, we're twelfth wow. without him. Okay. We, we, because wow. I, mean, I Dave, I completely disagree with you. I think our squad last year was trash. I think we made the playoffs by luck. Mm-hmm. I think the on paper they looked good. Otherwise, they were horrible. They don't. They didn't belong in the playoffs. They didn't belong in the top ten. Um, I 
we're pushing out the exact same squad. I don't think we've made any upgrades anywhere on the pitch. Um, and so I don't see why we make playoffs even with Ray. I, yeah, I say that, nice with Ray and 12th without. Wow. We should, maybe we should run it back around with Ray. But, I mean, yeah, David, one thing I forgot to mention in my little blurb was that, yeah, it, the problem with these predictions where we're sitting right now preseason is the fact that they ended the season on a terribly sour note. You know, I mean, I don't even recall what the record was, you know, their last 10 games of the season. Last I think games. they I think but, they ended the season on the note that they were supposed to end the season. Right. And that like might be how the, the note that they were supposed to play the whole season, I guess I would say. Yeah. I, yeah. I just think it ended up. They backed into the playoffs. Yeah. They backed into the playoffs after like an eight game winless streak and then finally beat a well, a Vancouver team at home well, to, uh, to make make it just make it in. Yeah, and th- this is why I'd come back around with Ray, maybe. But I mean, you're, you asked how how is this team better? Well, they're ascent. Well, you, I say, I said, and you agreed. They're essentially running out with. They're running it back with the same team, essentially. That they at least a starting lineup, more or less, that they had last year, um, and it was a solid team. Other than they couldn't score goals. Here's the thing: is and how you could expect them to get better. But a few things. I did Halongway play up to your your guys's expectations certainly Actually, not no. mine how about Memo well Garcia? i guess i don't know I, I didn't really have expectations for him i, I yeah. don't I, yeah, I, I guess i guess i can't really answer that no. yeah I, I mean i maybe i should have phrased it differently i mean hope i guess we could have hoped for a better perform performance sure. from him how about Memo garcia i mean like i don't think he made much of a splash at all what did he get two goals at it just I, I don't think he had a lot of opportunity either I mean, no he didn't he didn't I have a yeah, but Heath didn't give him a, a lot deep, of starting jobs. From, he didn't. A, he used him as a sub sometimes, and we, even we, when he came on the field, he was yeah. a, a fill-in spot at best. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's my point. I mean, you get a designated player in a designated, you know, winger in Mender, attacker, striker, wherever you place him. Designated player coming in, you expect a lot more, and I don't think we got that. Yeah, you you know, Bongi, he's well, he's young. Just he's for the twenty three, but yeah. Just for the record, I, just, I don't think Garcia should have been a designated player anyway. I have no idea why we signed him to a DP yeah, contract. And I also don't know that I expect anything out of designated players that this front office signs. Mm. I, I'm not confident at all they know how to scout players. So regardless of that, I mean, quite honestly, I'm not that impressed by Reynoso. I mean, I think he's good, but he's not the value that we've put on his head, I don't think. Um, he hasn't he showed it right away when he came in in 2020 for sure but he ever since then since he's played a full season with us he hasn't lived up to expectations and no I, I don't i don't think so i i just yeah. the the dp label uh, connor i'm with you i don't think uh mender should have been a dp and i feel like there's something in the details about why he was a dp i don't think it yeah. was that he was supposed to be they just had to make him one Hey, and it was I, a I'm situation just, that maybe he'd get paid down or bought down. Yeah. I'm just throwing out MLS keywords like designated player yeah. just to make it sound better than it is. I think didn't you know? Correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't when he came in, weren't they even talking about the fact that they could buy down his status? Or, yeah, or, or yeah. Maybe so it was they're still player. talking about it. Yeah. So yeah. I don't think yeah. it's one of those. It's not one of those you know DP I, contracts where you spend ten million or five million on a player. It right. is one of those that was probably just on that borderline where they could have brought it, brought him down. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm looking at the roster, 
and I see, uh, if I counted right, 28 players in the roster. 14 of them are midfield or forward. Of those 14, five of them are defensive. So that means we have nine attacking players, three of which are supplemental. They're not even senior players. So we're down to six attacking players going into the regular season. Oh, yeah. And one of those happens to be the guy that's not even here. So we're down to five attacking players going into the regular season. I We did not do anything to this squad. If anything, our squad is worse than it was last year. Yeah. Um, I don't no, no. feel like our signings have been anything in the defense have been anything to really absolutely not. Yeah. Well, they're, they're the defense is uh, we forgot to mention that uh, Tapius did get signed in the last two weeks. Right. Um, mm-hmm. We thought potentially he was coming over mid season, but we actually got him from Chuka early. Um, I guess that adds to the defensive uh, yeah. defense in the it, back a little bit. So it does. It does, especially well, in the short term, because I mean, we know that we know at this point that the, you know, Debassi is not going to be ready for the opener and may not even right. be ready for the first month. So to have a guy like Miguel Tapia, he should be able to come in and play on play on Saturday. I mean, I, I don't know why he, he wouldn't be able to. He should. But mm-hmm. the, the jury's out on whether or not he's any good. I mean, True. the, the yeah. comments that I see from Mexico are all over the place. Some people are exci- ecstatic for him to be leaving. Yeah. And then there's some people that are yeah. saying that we're getting a good player. It's so, interesting, I mean, though. It's hard to read that. It is. You're right. You're 100% right, David. I just think it would be an upgrade over, say, you know, unless that youngster they signed out of uh, Europe. Marquez. Uh, Marquez. Yeah, mm-hmm. Marquez. Yeah, Michael Mc- Marquez, sorry. Yeah, his name avoided me there for a minute. But, yeah, assuming he, you know, wasn't quite ready to go or he wasn't up the level, like you're looking at Coleman. So I – Maybe it's just stupid to assume that Miguel Tapias is an upgrade over Coleman, but I, I don't well, know. It seems like they would I mean, have signed Tapias to a three-year contract if he won. Right. But. Yeah, I, I think he should be considered an upgrade over Coleman because I don't think Coleman's a starter, and I think Tapias probably is. Um, but center back is one of those positions that you have to be careful with when it's, you're bringing someone new in. You've got tons of communication issues. Um, you've got communication issues simply because of language barriers. Um yeah. On top of that, you have um, chemistry issues. Then you've got uh, a right center back who is probably not supposed to be a starter anymore. So I just think even Tapias could be and probably is an upgrade, but considering all of those factors, he probably isn't going to be. Maybe midseason he will be, but I just don't think early on he's going to be. From Common, though. Because when Debassi comes in, that's all going to be irrelevant. Well, that's, well, that's true. The question, yeah. the question, of course, is how much more does Boxy drop off this year than he did from last year? Because last year we saw him drop off a bunch. Oh, uh, and uh, is Tapius better than Boxy? That's going to be the question. When right. when Debassi comes back, it's going to be, is Tapius better than Boxy? And if he is, then Boxy's on the bench. I mean, that's that. And I mean, I think that's a good point, Tony. You, there were moments last season that Kelman was better than Boxy by mm-hmm. a long yep. shot at times. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I mean, Boxy, I think, fell off considerably last year. He did. Um, he did. And it, it, yeah, if he considered yeah. continues that downward progression, uh, 
it doesn't matter who you bring in. I mean, unless you've got another Ico Power sitting out there that we can grab somehow. I mean, it's that defense is not going to be in good shape. And we've seen so, it already in the in the preseason with the mixing and matching that he's been doing. There's nothing that you can be hopeful for based on preseason. No, no. In fact, didn't they leave uh, California without scoring a goal or winning yeah. a game for that matter? Yes. Yeah. In the pre, it's preseason. If you look at some yeah, of the lineups, but but no. still, and not again, not good, not good when you lose both your games and don't score any goals. Well, I think that uh, well. I won't talk about the preseason because it's preseason, but um, guys, let's go around the horn again. Let's talk about one bold prediction for this team. Remember, they can be on the pitch. It can be off the pitch. Doesn't matter. Uh, David, we'll start with you. Bold prediction for the season. I had two. <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, one that a lot of people may not agree with. Um, Heath doesn't make it out at the end of the season. I think it depends, depends, depends on our audience. Some people might be like, you, you know, that, that's well, not that's a bold, per, that's not a bold prediction, but no, I, I, I think that definitely classifies as a bold prediction. So. And, and it, the reason I make it bold is because this FO hasn't shown any right. backbone to do anything. Yeah. So yep. I, that's why I'm saying it's bold. For, oh, yeah. and it is. Yeah, for the record, it is. I'm just saying. Right. Uh, how about you, Dave? Bull prediction. Um. Well, I guess considering the conversation we just finished, I, I'd say mine might consider be considered bold as well. I'm going to say that the Loons set a single season MLS. I'm I'm sorry, a club record for goals scored in their MLS existence since 2017. So that means. Uh, they'd have to eclipse their what 2019 record of 52 goals scored. Doesn't seem like a high mark to hit, so maybe that's not bold. But considering you know the conversation we just had, it might be bold. But I'm I'm banking on maybe a couple things. Earlier in this podcast, I predicted them to finish 10th uh, in the West, so that means maybe they're going to have to you know maybe they're going to be in certain you know games where they're forced to you know open it up and need to score more because they're down by two or three goals at any given time and but I am going to ask a lot more out of you know said mentioned Mender Garcia I'm going to ask on Armaria to you know you know bank his 25 goals that he promised a couple of years ago now I think Frank Apane and Armaria both finished with double digit goals for this club so and then if we can get a little bit a little bit more from Garcia or Bongi then you know I don't know. That I, I got something. I got something for you, Dave. Go ahead. Sorry, not to cut you off. No. Um, but I think that if if Amaria and Franco both have double digit goals, like you're making your prediction, it's because Ray is not here. Well, that's and that's a game I'm playing. Yes, I'm not. I'm not. I, if, yeah. So my other my other bold prediction wanted to be that Ray is the problem with our offense, and he's not going to be here, and our offense is going to be better. But obviously, you can't scratch. You got to scratch that. That's not my prediction because I do something else. But so, Dave, I I, I guess well, you well, no, David, you, David, you might be backing up my prediction then. If you, if you're if you're suggesting that Ray is the problem with the offense, perhaps that perhaps now it opens up a little bit by necessity and some of these players that we're talking about get a little more bit involved and that's kind of what i'm seeing or 
not seeing. I'm not. I'm having a hell of a hard time visualizing this. I'm sorry, but Are, I mean, do you, have you been pouring like vodka into that beer? Because <laughs> <laughs> as far as but that, I mean that is my bold prediction. That yeah, and you back me up, David. That's kind of my thinking. Is okay. Ray's not here, so Armory is going to have to score. Frank Abana <laughs> is going to have to score, and we're going to need somebody. We know we we hope that Robin Lude is going to be involved as well, but we need somebody to step up, and that player hasn't stepped up yet. You know, it wasn't we we haven't seen this player in 2022 that we're going to need to see in 2023 step up. So that's, that's what's also going to contribute to my prediction. Sounds good. Great. I'll go next. Uh, My prediction is that Adrian Heath will finally figure out how to use Asani Dotson and he's come back from injury. (laughs) So Asani Dotson will have a great first half and he will make the all-star game this year. Wow. I like that. I mean, he's it's the guy. a bold prediction, but it's nice prediction. Yeah. Nice one. yeah. He's the guy who's going to come in, guys, because Ray's not here, so there's a huge gap in this team, and Hassani Dotson is going to come in, make us all forget about Ray. He's a feel-good story of the year. That's the deal. That's my bold prediction. So are you going to back that up with he's going to be named comeback player of the year? Uh, yeah, I'm going to say he's going to make the all-star game. I mean, that's pretty, pretty good. I mean, I don't, I don't know that you can be a comeback. Can you be a comeback player if you never were anything before you got injured? Well, yeah, of course. Well, yeah. I mean, if you I played it, if you played a full I mean, season. Now, wait you a played a full season, you were out for an injury. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Dotson was flirting with the national team. He, he, he had some success mm. for this team. He was, you know, I don't know. I, I, he, I, I think people have blown him up a bit. I don't think he's actually. I don't think he was getting as much attention as we'd like to think he was. Probably. His sample size is not that not that great, but I mean he has had success with this club as, you know, as your utility knife. So I'm, yes. I'm saying that Heath finally figures out where to play him, doesn't play him up like on left or right freaking mid or whatever yeah. the fuck he was trying to do. Left wing actually plays him. Yeah. Actually tries to play him where he's supposed to play. And he makes it in difference. an eight or something. Yeah. And then, yeah, totally. I, I think that also requires us to go into a a five, like a, a three, five, two, or a four, five, one, something like that. Because he he's not going to be able to play as a ten. But if he's got a a roaming and roving sort of number eight position that he gets fit that he gets fit into and he can actually like grind it out i could i could see that tony i could mm-hmm. i just mm-hmm. in the fourth four two three one he's just never gonna get time because no that's the problem it's not gonna happen but that's the and, issue and we should yeah i know i mean we, I, I at least i'm a little undecided as whether we'll see the assuming again assuming ray's not here i i'm a little undecided as whether we'll see that four two three one or not I mean, I, I am on the fence literally because yeah, he, we haven't done that so much uh, without Ray. I get that. But I mean, that is, that is his formation of choice. Now, but, um, a four, four, two. You that's could very have, you could have Hassani in a four, four, two. Yeah. Somebody's going to get booted out that would normally be in the starting, but Maybe, yeah. maybe. Or we should, we should, or we should it's a four, 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 three. 
or if, yeah, four, 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 three, three, three. Three. four, three, three, four, three, four, three, three, yeah, four, three, three. We should yeah. we should bring up the fact Tony, great. I mean, I I love that. I love that prediction, by the way. And we should bring up the fact that Hassani Dotson has been seen on the pitch in yes. in in preseason. So that's awesome, just to see him playing in yeah. preseason matches. That's fantastic. I I still you know at least I mean before I saw that I think it was either the last game or the game before. It was awesome to see because just I think shortly before that there was I thought the news was like you know he's not he may not be ready for the first right. month and he still may not be ready for the first month of regular yeah. season action we don't know that we'll see yet that's we'll see certainly positive signs to see him actually playing for in sure. a preseason match mm-hmm. that's great all right finally Connor what's your poll prediction uh, I'm gonna take a little bit of a left turn with my or I. Well, I guess a right turn with my uh, bold prediction and say that Minnesota United are going to make at least the semifinals of the League's Cup. Hey. I think I think we're at least making out of the group stage. That's for sure. Uh, because it's being played in uh, – the tournament is being played in the U.S. Um, and we're playing against Chicago – I don't. We don't yet know where the games are going to be played, or even when they're even we'll, what we'll, days they're going to be played. But uh, we'll have, we'll have a home game. We will have That's, a home game. We yeah. will have a home game. Yes. And I'm so I'm pretty sure that we'll make it out of our group. Um, but yeah, to be very bold, I'm saying we're making the semi semifinals of the League's Cup. All right. That would be fun. Sure. That would be with fun. a that would, by the way, put a put them in with a chance to make the CCL next year right. too. It's, it's and it's 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 Puebla that they're playing from the uh, the Puebla is in the group with Chicago and Minnesota, I believe. That's right, isn't it? Yeah. And they're just yeah. I just popped up the um, Liga MX standings and currently they're I mean eight eight matches played, but they're uh, down in fifteenth out of eighteen. So, mm-hmm. so the deal with I think the deal what I saw was that for the first for the group stage, we'll have a home game against uh, Puebla. Puebla. Yeah. Puebla. Uh, Chicago have a home game against them. And then I think there's going to be a coin toss to figure out who gets the home game between us and Chicago. Okay. I believe. So that's the, that's the deal. So, um, so we could potentially have two home games, I think. You know what? They should uh, just put it in Miami. Just like sweat it out. Like you can't have any water. Just have to play in Miami in the middle of the summer. Don't you guys have, do the do like the MLS's back tournament and just put it play mm-hmm. it all at uh, the ESPN land in, in Orlando. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Yeah. Don't want anybody in, you know, just secluded. Yep. You know, don't yep. want you to see mm-hmm. it. I, I'll so. tell you what, I am I I that's another great prediction, Connor. I am really looking forward to watching, you know, that that cup this summer. You know, what is it, June, July or July? Race? I can't remember what I think it's July, August. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah. Taking a month. I'm really looking forward to it. I know, I mean, maybe not everybody here uh, is excited, but I am. I'm just looking forward to these match, competitive matches between MLS as a whole against Liga MX as a whole. I think it'll be great. And then, Connor, if you're right, if your prediction's right, and they do make a run like that, that would just be fun to watch. I mean, when was the last time we got to watch this team? You know, well, I shouldn't say the last time, but, you know, when we have had a chance to watch this team make a run deep into a tournament oh no don't bring up memories don't bring up memories. it was 2020 it was 2020 i was, 2020. I was, I was 2020. thinking of the 20 i was yep. thinking of the 2019 it was uh, the covid year, year remember 
I was thinking of the 2019 US. Oh, Open. yeah. I guess COVID year we did do. That was that as I kind of corrected myself. Yeah. And because yeah. it wasn't the most recent, but I, in my mind, I was thinking of the US Open Cup run in yeah. 2019, yeah. where they made it all the way down to Atlanta to the final. Mm-hmm. That, that was just a fun run, you know, and to mm-hmm. have that kind of excitement, you know, going after a trophy. And let's not forget, you know, this competition here this summer with Liga MX, this, this is for something. You're playing for, I think, the first and second place and third and third and third so that Mm -hmm. means your third place match actually means something because you now all of a sudden you're in you know CONCACAF champions league that's pretty exciting especially for you know a a loons fan wouldn't that be exciting i mean it would be i would love to see minnesota in the in ccl i it's it'd be great to see them in with a chance to i mean they won't i don't think they'll get far in ccl if they do make it um, but uh, to see to see them get in with a chance to make the Club World Cup like Seattle did last year. That, oh, that's just to lose think... to someone like Al Hilal or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, but still, just, they pull I mean, like Barcelona's. <laughs> yeah, how cool would that be? Yeah, Man City or Chelsea. Could you, who cares if they lo- win or lose? Could you imagine this team going up against one of those dude powerhouses? Minnesota versus I mean, Barcelona. Everybody would know who Minnesota is after that. Yeah, it, it would. Yeah. It would end up being like, I'm trying to think. I can't even think who's in Champions League this year. I don't think it's, Barcelona is anymore. Are they? No, they're in the out. they're in the Euro- Europa League. I think. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, so it would be. I, I can't even think it was it, but it'd be Man City probably, and it they would just get thrashed, like just oh, utterly, hundred percent destroyed. Yeah. I mean, it would be glorious, but they would just get exactly. destroyed. Well, yeah. Exactly, that's my point. Yeah, of course they'd get destroyed, but how exciting would that be? Just to have right. the opportunity to play a club like that. I think. They'd be down by four goals going to the half. They'd bring Fred Emmings you know, to come in to be the second Fred half. Emmings, yeah. yeah. And I'm, I'm struggling, you know, especially if we're talking about the European Champions League, but I, I'm struggling to find a, a, a scenario, a case scenario. But, you know, you, you don't you, you see clubs like that that might be bottom of the league or, you know, having a bad, you know, league season, but then all of a sudden they make runs in tournaments like that yeah. you know, and oh, all sure. of a sudden have a ch- chance of playing for a trophy. That would that would be cla- that that would be classic Minnesota. They're dead last in the in the Western Conference of the MLS, but here they are, you know, in the you know in the Concacaf Champions League, yeah. making a run. You never know. Dare to, dare to dream, Dave. Dare to dream. The only thing but, I dread is that uh, Heath treats the League's Cup like he did the U.S. Open Cup last year. So yes, I, yes, I'm that's, not uh, I'm not super optimistic about that. But that's the great thing about the, having the whole month off. Is mm-hmm. you're forced into treating it with respect. That's true. That's mm-hmm. a good point. And I think that's what MLS was and Liga MX were doing with it. Like mm-hmm. they're like, we're gonna put it, take the you know, MLS is gonna have the whole season, have that whole section off, and the teams have to take it seriously. They do, yeah. Yeah. Um, so great guys. I think we've all kind of done some predictions. Uh, I think I think we're all excited to some extent. The, Season's coming up this weekend. Um, I know it's kind of a downer with the race situation and, you know, whatever. And I've seen it on social media. Uh, people are already upset about this team, which is par for the course with the loons. Um, I don't think I've ever seen an off season where we get to close to the season where people are like, this is our year. It's always, well, this is going on and this is happening. And, you know, it's 
Same old, same old. We so, had one good yeah. offseason, and that was 2019. That when we got Opara and Alonzo in the same year, that was our only good offseason. And, and I was kind of hoping this one would be kind of like that, where those moves kind of came late, or at least into the new year, you know, just ahead of, of, of training camp and, 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 and preseason games and the start of the regular season, for that matter. But, uh, yeah, not really. Um, I guess, yeah, maybe they shored up defense. Maybe not. We'll see. But So, speaking of the Loons, uh, they did have uh, their uh, new kit release, uh, this last Friday. Going into it, guys, Seattle had a Bruce Lee kit. Uh, Nashville got a Man in Black uh, Johnny Cash kit. So my hopes were Prince kit, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I was very excited. Not just, I was thinking it. I was thinking what, that was going to happen. What? And sorry, Tony, but just follow up on the Bruce Lee kit. What? What? Uh, what was the connection there? I mean, it was kind of like a reddish. It was like so, there was like yeah. a dragon on it. I think it was a kiss of the oh, dragon thing. Okay. Yeah. And they had a then it had a it had a little Bruce Lee signature on it. People were saying it looked like uh, some of those uh what are those shirts back in the late nineties, early two thousands, the Hardy shirts, the uh the uh muscle shirts oh, that guys Tom used to wear. Hardy. Tom Hardy Tom Hardy shirts. Yeah, yeah. Tom Hardy shirts, yeah. Um and people were asking, of course, people were like, Well, what what the fuck does Bruce Lee have to do with Seattle? Which I didn't know this. I knew he was buried there him and his son uh is it brandon lee are brandon both, lee, yeah. they're both buried in seattle next to each other i didn't realize he started his career and he has his own dojo in seattle when he was in his early uh, late teens early 20s and he always called seattle his home he said seattle is my oh, wow so <laughs> that's why that's why it goes that and of course johnny cash with nashville you don't have to know what that is of course the man in black outfit i did you guys watch the video though no, no. Oh my god! I don't think the I've re- seen the kit either. But. The release video for that Johnny Cash uh, kit is awesome. Like, I might, yeah. my the hairs on my arms were standing. I was like, I was so like, I wish I was a freaking Nashville fan right now. This is like, yeah, so they cool. they did that really well. Yeah, although it's a you know it's a man in black jersey, so it's it's black, of course. Yeah, right. But it's got Johnny Cash's signature on it and his picture on it. So, you know, it is what it is. It's great. I, mean, I love it. So. Thinking we get a Prince kit, we did not. We got, the rumor was it was going to be a Northern Lights kit or the Aurora Borealis kit or whatever you want to call it. It is, guys, is the Northern Lights kit? It is the yeah. Northern Lights kit, yeah. Okay. And uh, so we got the Northern Lights kit. Connor, you went to the uh, the Black and Blue store uh, Friday for the release. Yep. Uh, were there a lot of people there? Uh, there were a few. I, I, um, I got there a little before six and the store was already open. Um, so I, I drove down there, uh, probably got there at about five twenty. There were about, Mm -hmm. uh, I would say 40 or 50 people there before me. Um, but, um, honestly, it looked like they just had some, some tables on out with some pastries and stuff. And so Mm -hmm. there, it didn't really look like they were doing much, uh, to hype up the, the kit release party um mm. but they had tons of them in the in the black and blue store i did buy one in in my size uh so j- just just to let, let you guys know uh the, the comments that i've been seeing about this kit have been opposite sides of the spectrum you either love it or you fucking hate it um yeah. but uh i personally love it i think it's my new i think it's my new favorite uh kit that minnesota has ever put out 
um, especially with the away kits, which have been, I, I think the away kits have been atrocious in the past years. Um, but this one is really good. I, and you guys, I got to say that the, they did something different with the fabric this year. It feels really, really nice. Uh, just, it feels stronger and it feels, it feels more breathable at the same time. Um, but it's, it's great. And, uh, I got to, I got my season ticket holder discount and I got uh, two free tickets to the, uh, to the home opener in the supporter section too, uh, which, uh, as I told you guys before the, before the podcast about, um, but I, I love this kit. I think it's great. I, I think it, I think uh, I look forward to seeing it in action at uh, Allianz Field because I know there will be a time uh, at Allianz Field where they will wear this kit for sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I really that... like the white. Mm-hmm. I do too. I mean, you know, there are a lot of people complaining about it, but it, it I think it looks clean, and crisp, and you, you have to – people are saying, well, it shouldn't be a white back. It should be the blue back. No, because the white's at the bottom, so you have to – you had to bring the bot the bottom color around back, I think. Right. Mm-hmm. But also, then some people were saying, "Well, you have to have the design on the back." And I'm like, I don't think you can. I think that it has to be a, a a solid color on the back for the names and numbers. It does mm-hmm. absolutely. You're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, I like the fact that it's white, or at at least you're right. It should be at least a solid color, if not white, then something else. Um, but uh, I think it looks fantastic, especially yeah, with I, the shorts. I love it. Once and, I saw the whole kit together. And I'll, that's fantastic. And yeah. I'll say this, like this in kind of a nutshell, like I, I, I don't get crazy about the kits. I really don't like, I don't get too hyped up about it, but from what I've seen from like neutral observers or like, you know, Twitter accounts that like to compare kits and this and that. I mean, like just generally speaking to me, it seems like the, the, the loons kit is fairly highly rated as opposed to I think so, all yeah. the rest of them. I think yeah, I've seen think so. Some, yeah several websites that were in their top four or five and um yeah I, I i think it's good like i think it's good i don't i don't get the whole hater i mean i think in general mls this year if you take took all the teams i think a lot of the uniforms look really good i think it was a good year mm-hmm. you know for you know adidas and every and, and everything and that do you have the little apple uh Apple uh, yes, I do. There you yeah. go. I don't know. So, do, so good for them as well, I suppose, to get that patch on there. But yeah. no, I think it was yeah. a good year. I think it's a good jersey. You know, it's almost a little too fancy for me, but uh, yeah, I think it's well done. Gen- generally speaking, I mean, so I guess I'm maybe in the middle. Where I'm not saying I, I'm not. I like it first of all, but if I, I'm kind of neutral as far as kits are concerned, and I, I, I'll take one look at that and say that's you know it's a good looking kit, you know, and I think aren't most i there, there it was created in connection with like oh shoot wish i had the exact um website in front of me but cer- certainly like the boundary waters uh conservation area yes yeah, yeah was, i think they were actually um with every jersey bot they were donating a portion of their um of their profits to the Boundary Waters, con- whatever it was, the Boundary Waters Conservation ECWA. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, there's there's always that. That's a nice perk. And um, another little thing I heard is, I think, is it is it called the Northern Lights Kit? Is it is. Yep. Yeah. And so what I had heard is they had been in works with uh, Adidas uh, prior to the launch of the Minnesota Aurora. So I don't know if that's for what it's worth. I don't know. 
it's not like it's a copy I mean, of that. It's it is a nice connection, isn't it? it just to have it the is. the Northern Lights kid along with the Minnesota Aurora. I mean, who also came out with a great jersey last year. Um, I, although Tony, I will say that uh, I hope their next away jersey is a Prince kit. It it That'd better be. Nice. be. I I yeah. think it, I think a Prince kit would look amazing. On what would a uh, Prince kit look like, Tony? I don't know, but you, th- there's got to be a lot of purple in it. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, and then you've got to have some kind of illustration of Prince's symbol in there. Um, oh yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah. Um, it'd be, it'd be... You still have to have. I would say you still have to have like some kind of black and blue in there too. Like maybe just a black mm. outline or something, but. Something like uh, that, but it'd be purple. Yeah. But the the problem, of course, is Orlando City kind of has the purple thing going already. Um, yeah, so, so what? People, other teams have different know. colors. Yeah. As long as you got, as long as you got the symbol on there, maybe yeah. Prince's signature, you know, maybe something like that. You know, it'd be sweet. I'm, I, they need to do it. Like a Paisley Park edition. I don't give a shit what you call it. Just make it happen yeah. now. Well, Tony, um, you just said it, Paisley, Paisley. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Paisley pattern on it, purple paisley. That's right, Paisley Park. There you go. Nice. I'm sure. I'm sure they're already coming up with it with Adidas already. They've already have plans a couple years out. But yeah, so we got the Normalized Edition guys, uh, which is great. Um, I did want to mention before we get into some soccer history that uh, I don't think we mentioned on the podcast before, guys. The Great Lawn out in front of the Allianz Field has it's called the Lawn Layover now. Uh, which is uh, which is presented by Sun Country Airlines, which isn't surprising because Sun Country and the Loons are like close knit. Um, so yeah, and they are saying that uh, throughout the season they'll be having games, things like that. So hopefully they're finally getting this great lawn thing kind of moving a little more forward than it has been in the past. We'll see. I'm guessing for the home opener they'll have a lot of shit out there. Hopefully they do that all year. Now that the games are mostly on Sunday nights, you know, you have Sunday afternoon, you can do a, you know, whatever. So we'll see. They got some opportunities out there. So, all right, uh, Connor, do we have any uh, soccer history for the day? I have a little, yeah. So today we've is February 19th. We're going to go back a week to February 12th. Which ones are we going to go with first? Okay, let's go with February 14th, Valentine's Day, 1981. Um, we're going to, and we're going to go with the strikers lose six, two against the Jacksonville T-men. I think they used to be the new England T-men. Okay. Then oh, they moved down. T-men? Yeah. Well, T-men. again, it's T-E-A. T-E-A. Yep. The, the T-baggers. Uh, no, yep. okay. Um, <laughs> it's kind of like, it's kind of like when the, uh, it's kind of like when the, uh, New Orleans Jazz moved to Utah. They're not big jazz people in Utah, but the Utah, Minnesota, or like the Lakers, the Minneapolis Lakers moved yeah, to freaking LA. LA. There's no fucking lakes in LA. Come on, yeah, yeah. You know? um, like same day in 2020, by the way, uh, the United signed Jose Aja. Too. Mm, there you go. Uh, okay, Fantastic. and let's do one more. Let's see. Okay, you guys will like this one. Uh, well, a couple of you will. Um, in 2017, uh, today, United won a friendly uh, 3-1 against the Wisconsin Badgers. All right. What? Uh, yeah. the Badgers? I, I don't recall ever hearing about that. 
It was a friend. It was a friendly, yeah. And the in the very first year, they they beat they went down to Madison and played the Badgers and and beat them three beat them three one. How about you know, I'm that, not surprised. Huh? I'm not right. surprised by that. I mean, that's that's. Uh, nice. I, I, mean, I feel that's like impressive. the Badgers don't even have a soccer program, do they? No, they they do. It was it was a but it was actually their intramural team. They beat their intramural team. <laughs> I, mean, I, didn't, I don't think I even realized they had one. They recruited players that weekend. <laughs> they put a they put a flyer in the uh, student union saying, "Hey, soccer match, come on!" Right. Come on, or they looked well, for the Milwaukee Wave United people and just uh, right, like, right, "Hey, right. come over I mean, and play for us." I, I'm jealous. I mean, no dis. Yeah, I mean, no disrespect to the uh, Lady Gophers. The the Gopher, you know, the Gophers Women's Soccer Club has been. Yeah, well, I don't. Last year, I feel like it was an off season, but they've been good for a while. I just yeah. wish they had a men's team as well. You know, but mm-hmm. they have not for no. years. So mm-hmm. crappy. All right. Well, thanks, Connor, for that uh, little history. Uh, before we get out of here, guys, I have one funny story to talk about. This comes from uh, the land of Germany. Uh, our friend uh, Johnny Ooh. will be happy about this one. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw this. You might have. It was in some of the newspapers. Uh, German ballet director suspended over feces attack on critic. Uh, a German newspaper critic had uh, animal feces smeared on her face in the city of Hanover, by a ballet director who apparently took offense at a review she wrote. Uh, okay, I want to know what she wrote. Okay. Well, let's see, let's see. Yeah. The Daily. F- I'm, uh, I'm so glad you said animal feces too, because I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, yeah. wait, Con- Connor. Yeah. Does it really matter what she wrote? It I mean, does. Yes, it does. It, does. That going it absolutely a does. Too far. I mean, <laughs> I mean. I and, wouldn't want feces of that, any kind of rubbed on my yeah. face, but I, I mean, I, I feel I just, like I'd be better with dog than human. Depending on what no. she wrote, are you going to sign on off on this uh, report? Well, on it? Oh. And that it, it would have to be a pretty bad review, uh, but well, uh, yeah, I, I mean, there's it would take a very bad review to get me to condone feces being smeared on someone's face. But okay, so uh, okay. the yeah. director director's name is Marco. Uh, Goiki, I think that's a, a gag. Uh, Johnny would know this. He's German. Uh, reported that a furious uh, Goiki approached this dance critic, Wibke Hoister, during their internal inter, 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 interval of a premiere at Hanover's Opera House on Saturday and asked what and, she was doing there. So he was at, they were in the middle of this. Uh, she had already made a bad thing about something. And so they were in the middle of this thing. They were in the and, middle uh, of a performance. Yeah. <laughs> And asked what she was doing there. It's, it's said that the two didn't know each other personally. The newspaper said that Goiki apparently felt provoked by a recent inter, recent inter review she wrote of a production he staged in the Dutch seat of government, the Hague, the Hague, threatened to ban her from the ballet and accused her of being responsible for people canceling season tickets in Hanover. So he's pissed. He then pulled out a paper bag with animal feces and smeared her face with the wow. contents before Okay, why is he a... just carrying that around? I was going to say, this is premeditated. Yeah. This is yeah, by this far is premeditated. premeditated. Yeah. yeah. He smeared her face before making off through a packed theater foyer. Uh, Hoyster identified the substance as <laughs> dog dog poop and said she filed a criminal complaint. Uh, the opposite said Hoyster, or her personal integrity was violated in unspeakable ways, of course. Uh, okay. So give me yeah. a second. Let me, let me just make sure I get this straight here. So he's carrying mm-hmm. dog poop with him all this time in this yeah. interval through a crowd of people at a performance. 
how did mm. nobody notice a smell first of all um ziplock 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 probably yeah. yeah it might be a ziplock bag i suppose yeah. but then you would There's think that the, the effort to the effort it takes to re- to unzip that ziplock and then reach in to that airtight ziplock bag pull out a bunch of feces and and smear oh, it connor i'm yeah. sure he practiced the move many times oh, yeah, yeah. and he just kind of like unfolded it and pushed it well listen you, you gotta listen, practice listen to oh, what this guy listen to what this guy says after i've never been to germany not sure i want yeah. to now <laughs> the, the the ballet director appeared at least partially unrepentant however in an interview with the public broadcaster NDR, Goyke acknowledged that his choice of means wasn't uh, wasn't super absolutely. <laughs> of course, socially, that is also certainly not recognized or respected if one resorts to such means, he said of the attack, adding he has never done anything like that before and was a bit shocked at myself. Goyke said that while <laughs> having his Goyke said that while having his work soiled for years was a price he had been told he had to pay for being in the public eye. There was a limit. Okay, I love how you used, used the word soiled. soiled. For, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right. so, mm-hmm. yeah. So I mean, are you? And he said soiled for years, so he no, sucks. Years, yeah. So he yeah. sucks at his job. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Well. So at least now we know the reasoning behind his thinking. I mean, so he's he did it as a metaphor. He specifically, you know, he had mm-hmm. this. He he he's like I can't remember. He you soil like, me, I soil you. Like you guys said, yeah, this was premeditated. He he had planned this for years. Mm-hmm. He just couldn't wait to mm-hmm. do it. So yeah, and oh, that, it's clever. It's a clever attack. I mean, yeah, in in, in assault, a disgusting sort a of way, attack. for sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, it is very clever. This guy, this guy is uh, this guy's crazy. I mean, he's not. So was was the attack during the interval of his show? Yes, it was. Recital? So he yes. fled. Wow. So he. What happened to the rest of the recital? Who knows? I they didn't say he went through a packed house and left. So who knows what happened after that? If it was uh, canceled because of dog poop, I don't know. Could have been, uh, but uh, yeah. I, yeah, I, hope I he intended for his career to be over. No, well, it pretty much is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he's going to be teaching ballet in Russia somewhere. Under oh, he'll, he'll be in. Oh be in no, Minnesota he won't go to Russia. Week. So watch out for um, dog poop next week, Tony. I will. I will. Yeah. Uh, what I was saying though, is like, why would you smear somebody's face? I mean, I could see like lighting it on fire on their doorstep, ring the doorbell and leaving. That's classic. Uh, yeah. Classic. Yeah. But of course with zoom with uh, what do you call it? The uh, ring doorbells. Now you can't really do that anymore. Right. Yeah, yeah. that's you true. Know? Yeah kind of sucks no. uh but yeah smearing some i mean come on i mean what the fuck I mean, okay well to answer your earlier question dave no i do not i absolutely do not condone an attack of uh of dog poop based on that re- based on that kind of review so um yeah, yeah. Uh, well thank thanks for clarifying but connor i i was just joking I, <laughs> but realize realize that he said based on that review so there's still a chance that he would condone it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. yeah. There's I yeah. I I guess I'll know it when I see it, David. Yeah. You, could you guys imagine in sports if like somebody gave a bad review to let's say like Aaron Rodgers 
in a in a you know in the sports section and he just smeared dog shit in somebody's like a reporter's face. But he would never do I mean, that though because he's got too much ayahuasca in his system. So. Yeah, he's, he's still yeah. on his darkness. I would pay money to see that though. Yeah. I would too. Yeah, he's still on his darkness thing, isn't he? I don't remember. He uh, I don't remember how many it was four he, days, right? He got out of it though, guys, to be on that podcast though, or in that uh, not podcast that uh, show. What's his name? The punter does. Oh, uh, the, oh Pat uh, McAfee. Pat yeah, McAfee show. You, yeah. you know yeah. what's interesting? I think that was before he went to it, wasn't it? Oh, I might been. No, as long as we're talking about that, real, I'll keep it short. But like, my boss and his fiance went on the ayahuasca retreat earlier this year. <laughs> I couldn't oh, believe wow. it. Oh. In Aaron Rodgers? No, my boss. No, no, I think. He he, my boss. He ran. He might have ran into somebody. Not Aaron Rodgers. It wasn't he? My boss went on a retreat after Aaron Rodgers did. That's why I'm kind of thinking either his fiance or himself thought of this idea based on Aaron Rodgers. But he went down to Chile and went on, on an ayahuasca <laughs> retreat in Chile. So I your boss believe. is a Packer fan, then? Basically. No, he's not. Yeah. No, he's not. No. So. I think, his, I, think his, I think his fiance is like all Vikings fans are. They're closet pack fans. Oh yeah, no. His, yeah, his no. fiance is though apparently. So I, I have a feeling she might have talked him into doing this. And yeah, it's, no. speaking it's of apparently, it's a thing. It's, it's oh yes. yeah. Thing, if if yeah. my boss did it, then it's a thing. I'll tell you that. Yeah. So speaking of the Packers guys, quickly, uh, for the two Packer fans, Dave, you're not included in this. Don't you're not responding. There's two Packer fans on this show. Um, uh, we'll start with you, Connor. Would you rather have do you want Jordan Love starting next year or you'll run it back with Aaron Rodgers? Neither. I want to I, I want to draft a different quarterback. I, I would want- I would rather have a different quarterback drafted in the first round wow. because I honestly don't trust Jordan Love. Uh, he hasn't impressed me yet. So I think I would rather I think I would rather start fresh with somebody else. And there were reports, by the way, that um, that Derek Carr was going to be oh, the so replacement it, for Aaron Rodgers. I was, uh, that, yes. I was like, we do not want Derek Carr. We absolutely do mm-hmm. not want Derek Carr. So I don't know. Yeah. I, I thought we saw a little bit of Jordan Love this year, and I thought he was mm-hmm. it this year. I think it was, it was against game. the Eagles. He was. I thought he, was okay. I thought he looked good. I thought he looked good. Dave. We're not, not allowed to, to come. Though. We're not supposed <laughs> to respond to this. We are not Packer fans. <laughs> just, mute, just mute him. Just mute him. I'll mute you. <laughs> I won't mute you. I won't talk anymore. Another outburst like that, and I'll throw you out of the you know, podcast. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, David, Jordan Love, or right back Aaron Rodgers? Rodgers. Okay. He, he's right. the best. He he is the okay. GOAT. He will always be the GOAT. We got it. I, he, at his worst, he's better than anybody else. Really? Okay. I, I, I completely, and I stand by that. I think Mahomes is inflated. I think Hertz is inflated. I don't think they're as good as they, people think they are. Um, I mean, even, even people like Brady will say that Aaron Rodgers is one of the greatest. I mean, you, you stick with the guy until he falls apart. That's what you should be doing. Uh, now let Dave speak. Dave, would you rather have Aaron Rodgers? Or Kirk Cousins, Aaron Rodgers. Oh, what? For the, for next year. Aaron Rodgers or Kirk Cousins? Yeah. For next year, Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Aaron Rodgers. Let's throw it back here. Aaron Rodgers or Joe Webb. Hey, I'm not. Hey, I'm not. For the record, I am not one of those Vikings fans that wants to get rid of Kirk Cousins. I am not. 
I like Kirk Cousins. I always have. Shit, I've liked Kirk Cousins mm-hmm. since his Washington days. I really have. Um, I've watched him play at TCF Bank Stadium, uh, you know, mm-hmm. against the Gophers. Literally, like, I've been, and I wasn't a fan of him then, but I've been a fan of him since he came into the NFL. I have. And I still am a fan of Kirk Cousins. But if you give me one year, and I'm not talking about the next five years, I'm talking one year next year, a motivated Aaron Rodgers and a motivated Kirk Cousins, they'll both be motivated if they're both playing, I'm sure. I what take if, Aaron Rodgers, I'm sorry. So, so what if Aaron Rodgers demands a $50 million contract then? Well, I mean, Kurt is about 40, at least, uh, I think, at this I point next year. So that makes a shitload I mean, of money. Yeah, yeah. he does. And it's guaranteed. So that's the problem. I don't think it's a realistic conversation because unless there was some kind of crazy trade and another crazy trade, it's not going to happen. But if, yeah, you know, even if you're talking about 40 million or 50 million Aaron Rodgers, Kirk Cousins, I'm a fan of Kirk Cousins. I am, but I'd still take, you know, what, two time MVP. Aaron Rodgers or one time, three time. Okay. I don't know. And talent wise, for sure. They're like Aaron Rodgers is one of the one of the greats for sure. Ta- talent wise, the, the reason I didn't choose Aaron Rodgers and wanted to go for a different quarterback is because um Aaron Rodgers has such a big contract and it's eating up uh space for right. all of for and, the rest of the team. And for the Packers, that's an argument. That's definitely an argument. Well, and yeah. Rodgers even said a couple of weeks ago he'd be willing to restructure. Oh, he said that. Yeah. Okay. I I did not hear that. Oh. Okay. I heard I heard Aaron Jones is coming back, which is good for you guys. Yep. He, just, he is. He restructured um, this week, yeah. I'm going to predict, guys, that Aaron Rodgers retires this year. Uh, he is yeah. then uh, then uh, traded to the New York Jets, uh, where he plays, <laughs> for, plays for one season. And then he's a Minnesota Viking next year, or in two years. Yeah. About Wait, that. where do the dick pick, picks fall in, though? Right. Is it? Is it... Well... Now, I mean, we could, we could, I mean, maybe it could be dick pics. I mean, we don't know. And which charity is he going to take money from? Well, that, oh God, that's not even getting to that situation, yeah. Connor. Holy fucking shit. Is that a bad situation? Yeah. That looks terrible. You guys read into that shit? A little bit. Yeah. I've read into it a lot and that looks really, really, really bad. I mean, it looks yeah. really bad. Yeah. I mean, I, I I forgot. Did we stop recording, or we spent the last ten minutes? Oh, no, we're still <laughs> no, we're still <laughs> recording. <laughs> this is what this happens is when we all have IPAs. This is exactly great. there. You go. Well, you know, <laughs> we gotta give some fans of ours. I'm sure some of our fans are also uh, Packer fans or Vikings. Well, yeah, fans. Sam, little... if he's still listening, he'll be. Yeah, Sam, exactly right. Exactly yeah. right. You gotta give him a little bit, a little piece here. Um, he might be the only one still listening, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, might be. Could be. All right, guys. Anything else you want to talk about before we get out of here? Um oh, what are you guys what are you guys doing for the the opener, by the way? The the season opener. It's Sunday night. This coming Sunday night? No, it's, it's Saturday It's night. Saturday, isn't it? Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. Saturday? Yes. Oh, Saturday? Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe uh we're doing something. I don't know. We might be uh I don't know. We'll talk about this week. Maybe uh Yeah. I haven't bought my subscription yet, so I don't even know what I'm doing. Mm, that's right, man. I'd be and afraid wonder, of doing now, something. Now I wonder, guys. This is another question, and we, uh, God, mm-hmm. we, we shouldn't really get the weeds on. Yeah. We shouldn't get the weeds on this right now. We're not going to talk about the T-Mobile thing because uh, yeah. everybody knows about the T-Mobile right. thing. But my question is, what sports bars are going to be ha- going to be able to have it because it's on Apple TV now? Oh, that's a good question. 
Oh, you know all I mean? you need, yeah. and you, you just need a Roku app. I mean, anybody, any sports bar could have it. And literally any, well, you need a Roku. They, well, you, anybody, any could. sports bar could have it, but who would actually uh, make the effort to buy Apple TV just for it's, MLS? You don't games. even need to buy an Apple TV. You can buy a $15 Roku stick and plug in your TV. And you but you need a subscription though. Exactly. Yeah, yeah but yeah. it's 80, it's a hundred, it's eight, a hundred bucks. You know, well, you again, I know that some bars will. I mean, I know some brewers oh. will probably do that. I'm, I'm pretty sure Omni will do that. Uh, but I'm thinking like Dave Dual Buster's Citizen might do it. Dual yeah. Citizen yeah, that's probably a good do question. it. Like, yeah. Like Actually, Dave the only Buster's thing that I don't know is there like now that I'm now I'm thinking about it. Yes, if you wanted to, it's a, assuming you don't have Apple TV Plus, it's 100 bucks. But is there some is there special licensing for a sports bar for that matter? You know, be. is it is it as simple as sticking? A Roku into your TV, or can you not do that well, because you are a bar and you have it, it? To be to be honest, it is as simple as sticking a Roku. Yeah, stick yeah. It. However, there could be legal ramifications to that easy step. That, that's what yeah, I was I getting. Mean, yeah, right. I don't. I don't know. Do yeah. But you you sure would think Apple TV would want their product in sports bars, right? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I, I don't I'm just know. saying. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just That's saying it's not like it's not like it is now, where every place we go has cable or satellite that has right. an RSN on it, right? I, I I would say the only precedence, the, the only thing I can speak of, and I don't know bars that have done this, but um, I don't know if you guys realize this, but I at least last year, if not the year before, Apple TV started having, excuse me, exclu- exclusive broadcast rights to Major League Baseball games. Um, yeah exclusive i mean like the only mm-hmm. way you'd want even the twins were this way like I, at least one of the games last year the only mm-hmm. way you'd watch the game was on apple tv so i feel like bars must have that availability maybe sure not i mean i haven't been in i wasn't in the bar you know for those t you know the, for those apple tv uh, and major league baseball games but i feel like there must be an outlet and obviously I, apple wants their product you know in bars so I what i'm know. saying is like you know, certain bars like Brits is going to have it. Omni, uh, you know, Dual Citizen, those Nomad, bars. But some might of, do it. Yeah. Nomad, but but you talk about some of the other bars like your local Applebee's or your, you know, wherever. It are makes, they even want? They can want to even do it. I don't think we're on the same page here. Or we're on the same page, but I don't think like remember like you know when if a bar wanted uh, a uh, MMA like um, what's it called? Mm-hmm. Yeah, MMA, MMA fight, yeah. a big yeah. MMA match or whatever. They have to pay yeah. big money to pay, yeah, they do. you know, to put yeah. that yeah, up on their TV. Do. Yeah. I don't think that is the case though for this. I don't think that will be the case for this. Yeah, In I, th- fact, I, I guess you I have feel a good like point. It's the other way around. I think that mm-hmm. you know Apple TV would be happy for a bar to put their product, you know, up on their. The screen. question is, will they make it easy for the bars to do it? Yeah, yeah. That's well, the so. Yeah, I just did a quick Google search and I couldn't find anything talking about rebroadcast rights for Apple TV. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of mm-hmm. wonder if Apple's just kind of let that slide. They might. And they haven't really even addressed it because they haven't really been in this scenario mm-hmm. too much. Like, Dave, as you mentioned, MLB, they started doing exclusive games last season, right? Um, I think it was, yeah. So it's they haven't really been in this realm of they get to control things like they do now yeah so i wonder if that's a thing yeah 
I mean, like the, look the at big like, thing would be, can they manage to stream it to multiple TVs at the same time? I that's mean, the question. Yeah. That's a big mm -hmm. issue. Yeah. I mean, and it will be like, well, bring in your own Roku stick and you can stream it from your phone type of deal. I don't know. <laughs> You know, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm asking these questions. We I don't, don't know. know. Yeah, we don't know. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I guess we're gonna find out because our supporters groups, I would assume, are gonna have away, away day parties. Mm -hmm. Of course, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm sure. And so where yeah. they, where they, you know, they're whatever bars they're going to. I mean, Blackheart, for instance. I mean, well, Blackheart. I'm sure that Wes is gonna get has Apple TV and has that all figured yeah. out, but. I'm talking about like places that we would go to, not supporter stuff. I'm yeah, talking right, like right. we don't know. Like I could walk. What if I walked into like you know Dave and Buster's next Saturday and said, "Hey, you're gonna play the?" And they're like, "We we don't have Apple TV." But you know yeah. what I'm talking about. Like if you if you're talking about like a pay per view mixed martial arts contest, yeah. like if you wanted yeah. to play that at your place of business, like yeah. Blackheart the yeah. bar, you'd have to pay yeah. huge money to do that. Yeah. I, yeah, I just, and I mean, I'm bars. Assuming this is not the case, but yeah, I mean, well, bars when they do uh, EPL, they have to pay money to be able to do that because they have business subscriptions for the cable services that cover that kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, and, and maybe, that, maybe that's maybe that's already in the works, and we just don't and, know. That's it's it's we'll find interesting. Out. Yeah, interesting topic. Yeah, I'll just send out some emails this week and be like, "Hey, you guys going to do this or what?" You know. Yeah, I mean, reach out to Omni and see if they're going to do it. I'm going to reach out to Omni this week and be like, hey, you guys going to have Apple TV? You going to be able to watch? Because I, I got a feeling they're going to because they are a soccer brewery now. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So we'll see. Anywho, guys, well, we extended that a little longer than I thought we would, but okay. Uh, from, Brett, from Brett Favre to Apple TV, we got it all in at the end here. Yeah. So stay uh, tuned myself, to the end, folks. Right. That's right. You always have to stay tuned. Uh, for myself, Tony, for Dave, David, and Connor, we'll talk to you guys next week. Go, go loons. loons. Go, go loons. loons.